Welcome to another episode of the Grateful Gem Podcast. I'm the host, Jasmine Chanel, and today we are talking about being inside out. Stick around because gems are definitely about to be dropped. So what? Get ready. Before I get into this episode, I need everyone listening to this podcast right now to follow the podcast on IG at the Grateful Gym Pod and also follow me at Jasmine Chanel. I'll spell everything out and put it in the episode notes. Okay, let's get started. Welcome back, Jim, to another wonderful episode. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad that you're tuned in. So I really want to dive right into this episode because I feel like it's something that's near and dear, and something I'm also going through. As you guys know, I try to keep you updated, and I try to just keep a log of where I'm at and what's going on. So today's topic is being inside out. Um, and the reason I came up with this topic is because I actually was on Instagram and I was listening to a post that Dana Chanel put up. Um, I know everybody's probably familiar with her, but she was putting up a post talking about how you can't try to progress in life with trying to hurt people that have hurt you. And people will do these and act away out of thinking that your life is one way on the outside, but not really knowing what it is on the inside. And I'm like, oh! It's like the little light shine down and like light bulb. Ding. That really made a lot of sense to me. One, because I feel like that is so true. Like people are so quick to judge and by your looks, by the way you act, by the way you talk, by the things you do. And I think that people don't really know how not to be so prejudgmental, but it just comes second nature. And it's hard for us to get to where we're trying to go and have that mindset so i'm just really excited to dive into this topic and then i want to give you guys some updates and some stuff that's going on in my life and in the business life so let's just get right into it so the first thing i want to say is don't look at what someone looks like on the outside and determine who they are because whatever you do that nine times out of ten you're going to be wrong and People may be like, what? What? It's like, yes, yes. So if you sit over there judging people by the way they look, by the way they act, what they say, what they do, how they live, what they buy, what they eat, you cannot judge demographics and activities and race and color and hair textures to a person. That doesn't define them. And I think that this world is so deprived and blind to that because you look at the car that someone drives and you look at the phone that someone has and the the places that they shop the clothes that they wear and you you just automatically assume oh she bougie when all in all you really have a person that's just trying to give themselves the life that they never had or the life that they feel that they deserve and i really think this topic is kind of not gonna (laughs) You guys, I just got to so sorry. The reason I really think this is so close-hearted to me is because I get that a lot. Like, people look at me or people say things, and it really, like, I don't take it the wrong way, 
or I'm not gonna say I don't take it the wrong way because I know sometimes people just can't help it because I've I've had that said to me million I have it said to me million of times and it's really to a point where I just brush it off now and I really just think like God like why is this something that's so relevant like why does people keep having this mindset and I feel like I'm being prejudged based off of something that I'm trying to change in my life so it's really hard to have a different mindset in what it is that I'm trying to do because people look at it and they look at it as oh she just bougie oh she stuck up oh she rude or she's that and it's I really just feel like it's me being prejudged off of something of based off of my background that was terrible and I'm trying to create that so I I learned to just honestly deal with it in a way where it's just like it doesn't bother me at all anymore but it's now it's just to the point where I'm, I'm annoyed about it you know because it's like at the end of the day I'm not better than anybody you know we're all equal and no matter how much money you make nobody is better than anybody we're all equal we're all human we all mess up we all make mistakes and I just don't understand how easy it is for somebody to just prejudge. And I'm not saying I don't do it because I do it. I'm human, you know. But I think that this will help me and you change our mindset towards people, you know. Um, especially, like, not even, like, people do it and not even realize it. Like, by the certain foods we eat, like, oh, girl, I don't eat from there. Like, oh, you eat that? Ooh. <laughs> I do it all the time. I'm like, you eat what? Girl, I don't... Burger King? I don't eat that. Like, no. Uh-uh. You, where? You ate where? No, Domino's? I, no, I just... Uh, you know, we do it. So, it's. I don't think it's really something intentional that we do. It's just how we were programmed and how we were raised. Um, We see everybody else do it and it's nature. It's something that's of habit in our mind. So, I don't think that it's something that... It's a terrible, terrible thing, but I do think that it could be bad in the sense of someone that's insecure, someone that's trying to find themselves in their losses, someone that's trying to better themselves from where they've been. Um, in my instance, uh, as you guys know, I moved to Atlanta last year, and I lived in a very nice neighborhood. I stayed in a very nice neighborhood. My rent was sky high. Uh, my rent was $1,200, but I was in, first of all, the reason that I chose where I chose was because I did a lot of research on where I wanted to move in Atlanta. First of all, I didn't want to move from Jacksonville to Atlanta and live a terrible lifestyle. I'm first of all, even in Jacksonville, the apartments that I had, I think they like my first apartment wasn't like awesome and all of that, but that's because that was a, like a such an urgency. But my second apartment, I loved it. I was safe. It was in a nice neighborhood. It was nice and it was cheap, you know. And even now, I don't see myself buying one of those apartments here that's so expensive and nice and uprising because I know I can find something better in a different neighborhood or in a nice neighborhood for a decent price. But right now, my apartments right now, I like my apartments. I love them. They're not all like fully updated and stuff like that, but. It's because I changed my mindset. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to do more things. So let me find something that's in a safe neighborhood. And I feel like you you can never be too safe. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, trouble will find you wherever you go. So I just remember to stay prayed up. But I'm not finna just move in a neighborhood that's already sketchy, you know? So 
Um, and sometimes you don't have a choice. You know, I've stayed in neighborhoods where it was terrible. You know, my grandma still in Creek. So, <laughs> if you're from Jacksonville, you know about Moncrief. But anyways, so yeah, when I moved to Atlanta, I didn't want to live that Moncrief life. And people didn't understand that. Let me tell y'all. People was like, oh, no, get this apartment. It's cheap. Get this apartment. And I'm reading the reviews. And I'm looking at the neighborhood. Like, I'm on Google Maps. Like, using a little thing to walk down the street. And I'm like, what? And that look like a dish that they found two bodies in. Like, I'm not moving out there. Like, yeah, their rent is $500, but for a reason. And I'm like, I don't understand. First of all, I don't. I have family in Atlanta, but we don't talk. I don't really know them like that. So, and like, I can have somebody to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, help me with this. Figure, help me figure this out or show me around or da da da. Like, I don't have that there. So, I had to go off what I had. Uh, you know, I prayed about it and I narrowed it down to a few cities and a few apartments. And I was really glad that I chose where I chose because I loved that area, even though it was just me by myself at a small point in time. And um, it was me by myself for a point in time. And then my boyfriend moved with me later on. But for for the longest, it was just me. I moved in October and then my boyfriend didn't move until February of the next year. So for a long time, it was just me. So I wanted to make sure that regardless of, because the plan was that he originally was going to move too, but we changed and whatever. I'm not going to get to that. It's a whole nother episode. But yeah, so I didn't want to make it where I wanted to be fine, whether I was with him or not with him. Like, and people that I was talking to, they have husbands, they're married, they're always together, or they have friends that live close. And I understand that. So I'm like, I wouldn't understand for you to understand what I'm doing because you have a husband or you have a boyfriend that's going to be with you. At that time, it was just going to be me. So I'm not going to move in a sketchy neighborhood in a city where I'm not from, where I don't know people, where I don't know what's going on around me. I'm just not doing that. And it was crazy because people didn't understand that. And granted, the apartment that I got, I loved it. Um, We looked at a lot of apartments and it was high. But I didn't mind paying that because compared to the other apartments, they was just as expensive. The cheap ones was just as expensive. The rent was cheap, but the fees added up to the same amount. So I would rather get quantity, I'm sorry, quality over quantity because at the end of the day, yeah, I'm paying $500 for rent, but this fee, that fee, this fee, that's a thousand dollars right there. Like the fees that they had up there was ridiculous. I was like, oh my God, there's a fee for that. There's a fee for that. And then it's like one apartment was like, their fees changed. Like, their rent was like seven something, but with all the fees, their rent was more than my apartment. And my apartments look way better now with more amenities. And I was like, this is highway robbery. Like, this is literally highway robbery. And it was like literally like a block or two down from where I stayed in Alpharetta. And the apartments that I lived in were way better and they were cheaper. Like, and I didn't understand that. I was like, that is crazy. Like, that is really crazy. But, yeah, so I don't really, I didn't really understand that. And I was frustrated because I'm like, why do people, but then I had to realize, I'm like, you know, everybody's not in that situation. They're not going to understand what I'm doing. So people was just like saying all kinds of stuff and recommended places. I'm like, I'm not moving there. So when I moved and, you know, people started coming over and visiting and stuff like that. Everybody's like, oh, look at you. You out here bougie. You bougie. You in this outside, inside apartment. It's got a balcony. You don't like the till flow. You got a parking garage. You like, and I'm like, it's not that I'm bougie, but one, it's because, you know, I budgeted for this apartment so I can afford it. Two, I wanted to be safe. Like, regardless of what it was, I wanted to be safe. Like, 
I cannot tell y'all how much safe was the factor for me. And even when I went to these apartments, I went there of all the other apartments, I was just like, this is the one. This is the one. And I literally felt safe at all times. Like I wasn't afraid to sleep. I wasn't afraid to be at home alone. I wasn't afraid to go out and come back and let it night. Y'all, I used to be out in the day, in the night, midnight. I even worked a job where I worked to like 10 o'clock at night to 2 o'clock in the morning. And I would go home on my lunch break. Like, I felt safe. I didn't mind leaving and coming. Just like, I I, I literally felt at home in Jackson, in Atlanta, like I do in Jacksonville. So, like, people don't understand. I'm like, I'm not going to move in the hood in another city when I wouldn't have that, have me do that in Jacksonville. Like, you would never catch me stay in the hood in Jacksonville unless I truly had to. But... I'm not going to do that. Now, if I'm like, oh, girl, let's move out there in the hood. Let's do this, whatever. And I move to Atlanta. Did I get bougie? Yeah, then that's bougie. But no, I got that same mindset. Like, uh-uh. I'm just not doing that. And people really didn't understand that. So, it frustrated me for a little time. But uh, I'm telling you, all my friends, even now, people are like, oh, you just, that's because you bougie. You bougie. I'm like, what? Do y'all know the definition of bougie? Because I'm really just thinking you don't. And I really, I'm just at a point in my life where... I'm trying to set myself up for success. So I don't want to get myself in debt trying to live this lifestyle that people expect you to live. But I want to live a lifestyle that one, I can afford. Two, that I'm comfortable in. And three, um, one that God is willing to give me. So I really think that, you know, I don't regret my move to Atlanta. Like I told y'all, I'm still trying to get back there. Um, Will I pay for another apartment that's that expensive? No, because I'm trying to do a lot of other things. And But if I find something that's cheaper, like for that instance, being in a high-rise city, you have to think their cost of living is different from ours. So, of course, it's going to be high. But you have apartments here that's 1200 in a neighborhood that's around the corner from the hood. And people are paying for it. So, it's like, come on, how is that different? But... I just had to realize that at the end of the day, people don't really see or understand what you're trying to do. And that's when I started to just ignore the comments and ignore the bougie stuff. And like, even with my business, people like, oh, you know, like my sister, like God knows I love my sister. But I wanted to pop her in her neck. But <laughs> we were talking, I was telling her, like who you know, who my client, who my ideal client was and stuff like that. And she was like, Yeah, you attract the the now nah, let me say this before I say this. Um, if you are of a different color than black, I'm not racist and I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings, but this is what was said. So let's just be real and keep it real. I love all any colors. I love people. People are people. I don't see people by color. But my sister was like, Oh, you attract the bougie white people. And I was like, What? The bougie white people? What does that mean? <laughs> like, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, good. Great. <laughs> that's what I want. Like that's what I'm looking for. I not even bougie white people. I want people that know value. People that know what they want and how to achieve it. Not people that's gonna say, Oh, I want this, 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 give me that, but I only want to pay you ten dollars. That's not people that's good for business. You wanna help everybody out, but everybody is not your ideal client in your business. So we were talking about that and I was like okay like like in my apartment now my apartment now ain't nothing fancy i love it though i really it was way better than what i thought it was gonna be i love it i have other appliances i have vaulted ceilings i love my vaulted ceilings i 
redid my bathroom with the contact paper and it's so beautiful i love it and you can't even tell that it was it didn't come like that like you know and I, it's not that i'm bougie but at the end of the day you have to improvise like if i don't like the best of my situation you turn it into something else like i listened to a podcast the other day and i heard her uh tatum say a problem is not a problem it's just an opportunity and i'm like if i look at all my quote-unquote problems like that then i'll be set up for success because it's a problem that i can turn into an opportunity so at the end of the day you have to know how to juggle everything and catch it you know just be on your toes be head first and just remember that at the end of the day people opinions don't really matter but don't get so caught up in what everybody's saying that you become what they're calling you and i just really thought this was a good topic because you know we we walk around with these on our shoulder for something that someone said that probably was taken out of context or that was thrown off but because they don't really understand what we're going through we hold on to it and we're not going to get blessings like that you have to be able to release and literally just let go and pray about it give it to god and that's why now when people be like oh you bougie you know y'all she'll go there because she bougie all right girl please i am not bougie i'm frugal i like to eat good food my thing is and then that's what i say with restaurants people like oh you know you gonna go there because you bougie who want to go spend 20 30 dollars on some food and it tastes like boo-boo. <laughs> like, seriously, though? Like, who is finna spend money on that? I'm not. Like, I love to eat. Y'all see me fat cheeks equals I love to eat. Like, come on. I got these cheeks in my face, you know, my dimples, you know. This fat on my neck. Where you think it come from? Like, first of all, I cook a lot, too. But when I go out to eat, I feel like I'm not trying to waste money every day eating these small things when I can cook these things at home. So, I cook every day. Monday through Friday, I cook. And on Sundays, I cook. Every other Sunday. But, when I go out to eat, you, I, I like good restaurants. Like, basic stuff, I feel like I'm not paying $20 or $30 for chicken tenders and fries when I can make it at my own house. I'm not doing it. So, if I'm going out to eat... We're going somewhere where we're going to eat, eat some good food. Like, come on. Like, I, and that's another thing. Like, people don't really understand. And it's like, it's not about being bougie, but it's about, and I also think it's about knowing your worth, knowing your value. Because back then, you know, you don't really know what you're worth. You don't know what's going on because you don't really know how to go about it. You're just still figuring things out. So now, as you get older, your th- your taste changes. Your taste in people changes. Your taste in food changes. Your taste in success changes. Your taste in money changes. So you have to be willing to change. So if you're around somebody that's still saying the same thing about you that they were saying 10 years ago, and you don't change, you need to look at them and say, listen, you need to not be sitting up here worried about what I'm bougie about or what I'm frugal about. You need to be figuring out why you still being stuck in your ways, why you still being stubborn and not changing. So people look at change as a bad thing, and I really don't think it is. I think change is a good thing when it's changed for the better. And at the end of the day, you're going to outgrow a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of circumstances. And I think that's also something that comes along with life. And I feel like for me, People don't really understand what it is that I'm trying to do. And I feel like I don't have to validate that to anybody because no one knows what I went through in my life 100% but me and God. And sometimes I don't even know what really what I went through because I can't really process my emotions and my feelings like that. So only person that really knows what really happened was God. 
So I leave that up to him and I f- figure out what I'm going to do about it. You know, I'm not going to sit around and wait for other people to claim and throw names at me that I'm not holding on to. I'm not bougie. I'm not none of those things that they throw out. So I don't take it offensive. But you have to be so secure in yourself. You have to be so secure in what you are that you don't let people put labels on you. That you don't take what people give you because, listen, the things that people give you are only what they're holding on to. And people are not are so insecure sorry to what they're doing that they can't become who they want to be it's sad to say but you have to let people like that go i'm at a point where i've been battling up and down with friendships relationships family relationships like these jobs like i literally it was so uncomfortable for me to let go of my last job and you would have thought that oh this is a great opportunity you're making more money you're doing this you're doing that and now i'm just like every day honestly to god i sit here and i'm like did i make a mistake like what what did i do sometimes in my relationship you know things happen and i'm like did i make a mistake what did i do you know and then it's just like you have that one person that's there when you're trying to tell them something and it's like oh you bougie now because you work at that new corporate place you you making big money you bougie now you bougie you done got this done and that now you got that new car but y'all ain't know i had to put down how much money to get the car because my last car was trash Y'all didn't know I sacrificed so much for the year and tithes when I didn't really know what I was going to be able to do without that money that I was tithing. Y'all didn't know, you know, that Sha- y'all didn't know Shaquita. Yeah, she got them kids, but she just got a new car. You think she can't afford it, but little do you know, she didn't put no money down. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't know the true story. They don't know the in and out of what's going on in your life. And nine times out of ten, I'm going to tell you it ain't day business. And I'm telling y'all. Y'all can go back and listen. I live a very private life. There's people in my life that don't know nothing. Literally. And the only person that really knows 100% or... I ain't going to say 100% because I don't even know 100% of what, what the heck I'm doing. But 80% of what I'm doing is my sister. Like, I talk to this girl every day. We live together. We work together. We talk every day, all day. I'm in chat like, what you think about this? Or what you think about this? Or this is what I want to do. What you think? My best friend, she knows probably 60%. Because I haven't really, like I said, figured everything out. So, uh, my sister helps me a lot with figuring things out as well. And with me, I just go with the flow. (laughs) So, I don't know how much information I know. So, literally, honestly, they may know more information about things than I do because... I haven't really fully secured the plan. It's just a a blueprint right now. And that's another thing. Why you can't let people come into your space and deter your mindset. Because when you're not fully secure and confident in what it is that God's bringing you to do, you will steer of the mission that God put you on. You were supposed to host an event, but you didn't do it because somebody else was questioning it. You were supposed to do this, but you didn't do it because somebody else was questioning it. You were supposed to take that job, but somebody else was wondering. You have to be more secure in what it is that you're doing and be able to tell people to be quiet. Be quiet, sus. It's 2019. I don't need you telling me what to do. You can give me your opinion. I'll take your advice if it's needed. I can listen to you. You don't have to be defensive to tell somebody no, but no, thank you. Because when God tell you something, you know it. You know, you know it for sure. And you have to be secure in what God's telling you. And if it's something that's God that God wants you to change, He'll He'll do it for you. Even if you're stubborn, it's gonna happen. So you might as well just give on in and go and give the Lord what He's telling you to do. So I'm excited because 
that's what I'm, these are the things I'm literally doing in my life. I'm learning to be more private, keep things quiet until they're secure. And so that when they're secure, when people have negative things to say about it, I don't take offense to it. I just keep moving. Um, so that's all I had for inside and out. Um, I really hope that it was speaking to someone because it's hard, you know, it's hard to be out here in these streets trying to live this God for his life. You know, it's hard. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's hard. And these last couple of months have not been easy, but I just keep trying, you know, and every fail that I do, I just try to try it again. And for every pass I get, good luck. I, that's another hard day for me the next day. So you just have to be willing to put in the work and willing to listen and obey what it is that God is telling us to do, because we're not going to always have the answers. But when we do what God is telling us to do, it's a lot easier than steered away from what God is calling us to. So don't miss out on being a blessing for somebody else because you can't answer the call that God is giving you. Don't walk out on what God has planted in front of you because you can't do what God has called you to do. Okay? Don't let someone else tell you what God's called you to do. God's talking to you. People will help you understand what God wants you to do if God sent them. If God didn't send that person and this person is constantly in your business, that be they just being nosy. And everything that they tell you don't have nothing to do or don't line up with nothing that God told you, they just being nosy. And from that point on, you need to stop, collect, and regroup. Start over because you cannot let people in everything that you're doing especially when you're called when it's called by god when you're called by god you cannot have any and everybody around your business around your house around your friends around your family putting those spirits out in the air and people think that that is so like cliche and fake but it's so true spirits are real people's energy will bounce off you like a basketball so i just hope that someone take heed to this and just remember man don't Worry about what somebody's looking like on the outside or on their inside. Because if they want you to know that stuff, they will open up and they'll tell you. And you don't have to pry to get to know someone. You know, that comes with relationship and communication. So just be open to being open to not being judgmental. And just accept people for who they are. And not only other people, but yourself. There are things that we do in life that we don't agree with, but we make mistakes and we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. That's before anything. So I hope you really um, enjoy this message. I really hope that it gets to someone. Um, So I do want to update y'all with the event because I don't think I updated you guys. So the event was on the 16th of November. That was last weekend. And... I'm so excited because it was a great time. It was really a great time. We had a good time. People came out. They made their mood boards. I got to give educational. Um, I was very educational, giving advice and reaching out and just being there. And it was really fun. I had a great time. We had great food. Um, I gave away prizes. I gave away, I don't know what those mugs are. I really don't know what they're called. I have to, they're like tough. But yeah, um, the event was really good. We had a great time. I'm so excited because I'm actually in the process of creating the second event. It's going to be a wine and dine theme. So I'm trying to find like a brewery or a winery where I can have it and bring in some outside food and just have a great time. Um, I'm having it on a Sunday this time. So uh, more people will be able to attend it because I know Saturday was an inconvenient day. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to do it around um, December 15th. That's the day I'm thinking about. 
So I'm really excited. I hope that um, everyone comes to have a good time. I'm also getting ready to work on, a re- I'm actually already working on a retreat. It's going to be called the All a Dream Retreat. It's going to be for six people. Um, it's going to be open to women and men. It's going to be um, a business and a fun retreat. So day one is going to be a relaxing day. We're going to get up, go get breakfast, check into the hotel, go to the spa or, you know, get a massage, stuff like that, a soothing, relaxing day. And we're probably going to do like some small group activities, getting to know the group and who's all coming. Second day is going to be a day at Bush Gardens um, in Tampa. So we'll be uh, staying in Tampa for a weekend. I'm looking to do it Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. So we'll leave Friday morning, go get breakfast, check into the hotel, get some rest, then meet back up for um some group time and then we'll go to like a spa or something like that then of course again day two will be bush gardens we'll be at the theme park um then after the theme park we'll go eat and then the third day is going to be more group and um kind of just communicating and getting to know where we are in business or in life um it's just really coming together with different minds and different things i'm really hoping that i can find six people that's business um appropriate some people that have businesses looking to start a business looking to do a podcast looking to do you know something relatively outside of corporate america so i'm gonna um, actually create a application process to where you can apply to come to this retreat it's going to be for six people like i said six people um all the details will be um, given to you after you're selected for the retreat so i'm really excited because i've never done something like this before and i really think it's going to be exciting i've looked into the hotel i've looked into bush garden tickets the spa and a vehicle and stuff like that so i'm really excited um like i said this is just something that's in the works and i'm i have all the details but i'm just still putting it together still looking at some numbers and trying to get everything out hopefully i can be able to get it out by balance by january because i want to do it in um june um hopefully i can do it by april but I want to give people time to pay for the ticket and pay. Um, It's going to be a deposit that you'll get and you can set up a payment plan and stuff like that. So I'm really excited, really excited about everything. So I hope that um, you guys take heed to what I, what's going on and just be dedicated, you know, be committed to what it is that you're doing. Don't let people stop you from doing what you're supposed to do. So I'm really excited, really excited. My first event was a success. I know my second one will be awesome. And then we're going to do the retreat next year. I'm really excited. I'm looking to get that out by my birthday in January. So I really think I can do it with God's help. I think it's going to really come through and I just... I'm excited. I'm excited to see all the applications and um, to see the six people there. I think it's going to be a great experience. So that's all I have for you today. So just remember, keep shining as the gems you are. Don't give up on you because God definitely won't. Love yourself and love others as you love God. And be blessed. Bye.